Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's go right to him. All right, Jeff Goodman from Stadium. He's on the Harbor One Hotline. Jeff, thanks for joining us. Uh, I want to come right out and just ask, in terms of where the Celtics are with Jalen Brown, having this information come out about him being involved in the Kevin Durant trade package does that do any damage or further damage to his relationship with the celtics i mean it shouldn't but you know again trade rumors happen all the time it's not like you're being mentioned with with some like tomato can here like kevin durant last i checked is still arguably maybe the best player in the world so I get it. He's probably upset. A lot of these guys these days, uh, you know, are a little thin-skinned, as we know from social media. But I think ultimately, if I'm Jalen Brown and I'm looking at it objectively, it's actually a hell of an honor to be the cornerstone (laughs) of a trade. Seriously, like who would have thought Jalen Brown a few years ago would be the cornerstone of a trade involving Kevin Durant when Kevin Durant still, I know he's kind of banged up and hasn't, hasn't been as healthy over the last few years. But, again, you can make a, a case a healthy Kevin Durant is the best player on the planet right now. So, yeah, so, Jeff, I, I'm looking at it, whether it's, you know, Derek White and a pick or, or Marcus Smart and multiple picks. And other, to me, it seems like there's a deal to be made here. So if you are sure. Brad Stevens, do you pull this off? Do you pull the trigger and bring Kevin Durant here to Boston? Man, I, I can convince myself uh, both ways on this one. You know, and I, I flip back and forth. If it was Kevin Durant of a year or two ago, well, two years ago, I guess, more so, and, and not the physical part. The physical part, yeah, it worries me, but it worries me with everybody for the most part. Right, Jalen Brown's been hurt too. Yep. We know that. Um, I, I think the, the, the emotional stability, and, and you know, I'm going to play psychiatrist here a little bit, but – you know, that's what kind of concerns me more than anything. I've known Kevin since he was 14 years old. I actually wrote the first story ever nationally on Kevin Durant when he was a 14-year-old. He didn't say two words. I've watched him kind of grow and mature, and, and he was the golden boy. He was like the favorite son. Nobody ever said a bad word about Kevin Durant until the day he left for Golden State. And I feel like all the blowback has changed Kevin Durant. And he hasn't known how to kind of handle – all that negativity involving him. And obviously the decision to leave Steph and Golden State for Kyrie, like you couldn't think of of, of more polar opposites than Steph Curry, who's the most reliable, humble, 
superstar. And I know people may fight with me on the humble part of it because of how he acts on the court now a little bit and celebrates. But trust me, he's he's probably the most humble superstar there is who's changed, you know, less than anybody else in the NBA. And then you go to Kyrie. I mean, we got to question Kevin Durant's kind of decision-making at this point. So I, I don't know. Like, I go and, – and I'm not the president of the Jalen Brown fan club. I never have been. I've said for two years they should trade him for, for Bradley Beal if they could do a trade like that. I still believe that. But, again, I'm, I'm worried about Kevin Durant. I'm worried about him emotionally. I'm worried about him around Jason Tatum and not on the court, not how they would they figure out a way to fit together. Why does that bother uh, you, the Jason Tatum? Why does that bother you? Because we're talking about those two guys playing. He looks up to Durant. Like, we think that would be a, a good fit. But yeah, those two on the yeah. court, why, would that be – would it, would it now be Durant's team? As we look at now as, as Jason Tatum's team, would that be an issue? I don't think that would matter. I'd more wor- be worried about Jason Tatum learning from Kevin Durant. I'm not sure learning from Kevin Durant right now is, is the best way to be taught. Hmm. Hmm. Well, okay, we're talking to Jeff Goodman. Jeff, what does this tell you about the Boston Celtics and, more importantly, Brad Stevens? and his willingness to do pretty much anything he can to get a winning team out there, especially with what they were able to do with the team they already have with the improvements as of late. What does that tell you about love, their mentality? I love, I love it. I mean, Brad, he's so smart. You know, I didn't think he'd be quite this good in this role. And, and again, like, you know, time will still tell. They had a little bit of luck last year with Chris Middleton being out. And, you know, if, if Middleton plays and they're losing that series – we're not talking about any of this stuff. We're talking about a hell of a turnaround uh, to, to flip it, you know, but we're giving Eme most of the credit there. Um, but I think Brad's willingness to understand that you don't just sit in your laurels, that you look at everything, that, again, things can change from year to year. Just because you're bringing back everything and you're adding a couple pieces doesn't mean you're going to get back and have another opportunity to win uh, in, in the NBA Finals. So I think you're always looking to make yourself better and Brad understands, like, you still have a chance to get the best player in the world or arguably, you know, one of the top three, whatever you want to call them. Uh, how do you not look hard at that for a player in Jalen Brown that I still believe is and probably will be a fringe all-star for his career because he's limited what he can do off the bounce in the half court. He just is. So we're talking to Jeff Goodman on the Harbor One Hotline from Stadium. Jeff, I want to follow up on something you said on that answer just a couple minutes ago, uh, saying that Kevin Durant being here for Jason Tatum, maybe not the best guy in the NBA for Jason Tatum to learn from. Are you saying that in regards to maybe the way that Kevin has emotionally handled his business and going from team to team in the last couple of seasons? Can you just expand on that a little bit? Yeah, he's just not the same player. And, I, again, I know not the same person. Um, I know, uh, again, like you're going to change over the course of – you're not going to be that kid that I talked to when you're 14, obviously. Um, but I miss the kid that, that you know, when, when he signed an extension for Oklahoma City, he just, like, tweeted it out and said, I'm going to be here, and that was it. And I remember calling him. I was at LeBron James's camp at, that day, and I called him, and I said, did you just, like – break the news that you're signing an extension with like a quick little tweet on Twitter and move. And, and that was him at that point. And now, you know, going, you know, keyboard, Kevin going at people on Twitter. Um, and part of it is entertaining. And part of it, actually, I kind of like, because he's actually 
you know, being out there and, and, and dealing with, uh, with, with fans. But again, I, I'm not just, part of me, part of me thinks Tatum could learn from him, but I think he already, Jason Tatum is all about basketball already, right? He's not a guy who goes out and parties. Neither is Kevin Durant, right? Kevin plays video games, plays ball and tweets at people. That's what he does. You know, Tatum doesn't tweet at people, but he plays ball. And I don't know if he plays video games or not, but he's taking care of his, his son, obviously. So I, you know, I, I just don't know. I think I'd, I'd be worried. I would be worried about having Kevin Durant here with some of the, the decisions, questionable decisions he's made over the last couple of years. And then you've thrown in the fact of the, the health, the physical health, uh, the age, all of it. And, again, I go back to it and, and I say to myself, I can't believe I would turn down a trade for Kevin Durant if, if it were me involving Jalen Brown, Derek White. And the first, like, I can't believe I'm even thinking about turning down that trade. All right, Jeff, there's, a lot of, there's an opinion out there, too, that maybe this came from the Brooklyn Nets to try to you know, get everybody involved to set the price. But where else can you get a player like a Jalen Brown right now? We know the situation in Phoenix. We know the situation in Miami. Like, to me, I, I don't see the deal being getting better anywhere as far as a, a player coming back in return like Jalen Brown. I mean, like a Donovan Mitchell. Right. Donovan Mitchell would be one that you could say is obviously on the block. Um, you know, Danny Ainge is going to probably have to make a move uh, for him. He probably knows he's going to lose him at some point here. So uh, that would be another one. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, listen, the top ten players, there's a reason. They're, they're, they're not on the table. And Jalen Brown's in that next kind of tier. I, again, I put him closer to 25 than 10 to 20. Um, but ultimately, you've got, you've got a chip here. And that's why if you're Brad Stevens, there's no rush. There's no rush. Like if they're holding out the Nets, who are you negotiating with? Virtually nobody. Brad's smart enough to understand that. So he's not going to jump and make a move. He's going to wait until Kevin Durant maybe is upset again and goes to the Nets. And also, Lou, I'm not sure it came from the Nets. It might have, but it also might have come from Kevin Durant's camp. Mm-hmm. So what's more likely? I mean, is this is this a uh, is this uh, uh, you know Kevin Durant stays or Kevin Durant actually goes to another team? I feel like it's a fifty fifty right now because the worst case scenario is like hell, he just stays and they deal with it. Yeah, it depends. I mean, how much does he really want to get away from Kyrie right now? How much does he trust Kyrie, or just say, you know what, I screwed up, uh, and just admit it and just hey, I'm at the point where I can't play with this dude anymore because. I want to win, and I just don't know if I can trust this dude. So, you know, I don't – and then you look at Ben Simmons, you know, who, who who didn't get out there and everybody thought he was going to be back, including people in his camp, thought he'd be back a month before, two months before, never came back. So if you're Kevin Durant, you're looking around that locker room going like, damn, like I'm the normal one here. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, real quick, last one for me. I know we're talking Durant and Jalen Brown, but to me, I'm looking at this team right now, given the injuries history with Rob Williams, Al Horford, maybe not playing back-to-backs. They can't possibly go into the season with Luke Cornett, right, as their third big. Like, that is a gaping hole. They need a guy that can give you serious minutes, no matter who they get here in this trade, or don't. Yeah, but you know what? You can wait. You can wait it out, right? Between Rob Williams and Horford, you can kind of see – try to get through the first part of the year and then pick up a veteran if you had to. Or you can pick up a veteran when you see who's waived in camp, right, for money reasons or whatnot. 
So again, if you're Brad Stevens, you just you wait it out at this point. Right. You wait it out. Get the right. You get the right veteran. All right, Jeff Goodman from Stadium joining us on the Number One Hotline. Thanks so much, Jeff. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 